Three shots, four part, I just do two, one pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs that's up high and Presented by On the Mark Golf. On the Mark Golf, Bryce. We got some uh we got some cool ball markers. I haven't even showed them to you yet. They just came in. I was just talking to Ray on the mark. At on the mark golf over on Instagram on the Mark Golf Company. Yeah, you gotta check them out, man. They're so they're so cool. It's uh one of them is like an Oreo cookie, another master's green jacket, and a Nintendo converter, like the original NES yeah, back yeah. in my day. I, so cool. Did you post on Instagram? I, think I did. I yeah, I posted a photo. Yeah, I, so I saw them. Yeah, those are cool. Go over to on the mark golf, check it out <clears> from like the post is probably one of his latest posts. They're they're sweet, man. They're sweet. Pretty cool ideas. Um yeah, it's a uh, it's a good time, exciting time for golf. And uh, so just making sure we're rolling there. We are rolling, Bryce. But uh, yeah, it's been windy. It's been cold. Um, the game, man. The game is uh, the game stuff. Okay, we have uh, Squares Golf. Bob Winskwitz back from uh, Squares Golf. The phenomenal guest, great guy. founder, CEO. Uh, just the guy, man. He is a like a great guest. Um, you know. Squares Golf is taking some heat, like with they put a lot of science into there. We've had Terry Hashimoto on the podcast before, Ryan Holly, you guys who work on like the swing balance, swing catalyst mats, sorry, and like they map out a lot of pressure mapping. So there's probably no other shoe that's had the amount of science that's gone into it. I know Nike has like tons of like you know RG stuff that goes into all of their like shoes and stuff like that. Like I get that that they have a you know billion dollar company, but Squares Golf, uh, they back it up and. They've got one of the hottest PGA Tour players right now in Sepp Straka. So we get into that mm-hmm. quite a bit. Really, really great episode. Bob is a great listen. However you feel about the shoes, you got to check them out. They were just voted by My Golf Spy, the most stable and comfortable shoes on the market. Um, Bryce can attest to it. I can attest to it. Yep. It's hard to put on a shoe that's going to feel better. So, uh, yeah, Squares Golf one coming up with Bob Winskwitz. we got to talk a little bit. Um, just want to give everybody a quick reminder. April is National Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. We're just wrapping the month up here. Uh, we've partnered with Manscaped, uh, same as usual, to help spread the word. Visit manscaped.com forward slash TCS to learn more about simple self-checks um, for cancer prevention and share to help save a life. Get 20% off. Use our code OTSGOLF at manscaped.com. If you're checking out, you can use that like for any minimums. Um, even if you just want to try some products, 15, mm-hmm. 20 bucks, whatever it is, check it out. When you're checking out, make a donation at the at TCS, uh, TC Society over on Instagram, Testicular Cancer Society. Um, just wrapping up the, uh, the you know, April here is National Testicular Cancer Month. So we're just kind of wrapping up, bringing some awareness. Make sure you're doing some checks. Go check out the link below and you'll, uh, you'll find out how you can do that. Um, if you're on social media, use the hashtag shave to save. Thank you for doing that. Little housekeeping, Bryce. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, I don't know. We talked about our games a little bit last week, so I'm struggling. I got like the yips bad. I went and changed my sweater because that's what I was wearing like <laughs> just, just before I came on the pod. So, and I, um, I got the lettuce. Like I went into the barber the other day, you know, my girl Genevieve, she's been doing it forever. And uh, I just said, I got to make a change. Done. <laughs> Things are bad. So, um. <laughs> I sent out a few people. I had a mullet there for a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. I knew it was a good choice when Bryce was like, oh, that looks so good. You should have kept it. I was like, I, I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. You know what? Like 
might look better if I had like your hair, you know, but I have straight hair. Like yeah, completely pretty straight. Curly. Like Theo Vaughn type mullet is what it would have looked like. Yeah. So shout out to Theo Vaughn because he is one of the best podcasts. So um Yeah, if he wants to come on ours, you're more than welcome. Yeah, anytime. Anytime, Theo, let's do it. Um but yeah, so I don't know if it's going to change anything. I'm probably going to be more cold. It's like three degrees up here and like I played right on the water. So, um, yeah, I posted a couple of reels of just, uh, my buddy and I, Kirk Brown. So thanks, uh, Kirk, uh, getting with the drone. He is, uh, he's the pilot, man. He's the pilot. So I know he listens to pod. So thanks Kirk. Um, it's cool. Like having the, having the drone out there is pretty cool, man. Get yeah. Some, you get, get some good out. footage out there. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And it's, it's uh pretty good quality, but, um, you played this past weekend, Bryce. I did. Um, played good. Off the tee, I'm, I can't... like Off the tee in my iron game, I can't be more happy with right now, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Putting, I'm back to my old, my old self with the, with the flat stick. I had 14 birdie putts. They weren't all short. like they were. Some of them were long, but they were birdie putts. Yeah. And I shot plus two. I tell you to... Three or, sorry, plus six, which is 70. I shot 77 with 14 birdie putts. So... There's, yes. I got to work on some. Uh, yeah. Like my putting hasn't been sharp. It's hard to, like I told you, like Port Hope's nasty. Like it's hard to like grade how my putting has been. It got better last round for sure. Um, my putts were down, but it's my approaches and like everything I'm leaving around the green, then not capitalizing on it. Like it's just the other day, like I, uh, I sent Kirk uh, a text, a photo I hit, I think it's like 344, but there's like this downward slope right before the green hand talking mm-hmm. right now. But, uh, yeah, and I fired it like right up on the green. Like it was just like hit perfectly. So nice. I've hit a couple bombs with that tailor-made stealth. So Bryce has one coming. Yeah. Yeah. You have one coming. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, and then I three putt, I three putt for part. Like, but the greens are nasty. Like I'm like, I'm yeah. talking like there's movement of like, upwards of probably 15 feet side to side in the putt from one way to the other and stuff. So, um, hard to really gauge. I think, mm-hmm. I think I would have shot, you know, a decent score last round if I was not playing at my home course, but it's right on the water. It's beautiful. Yeah. But, no excuses here, but, uh, the course I was playing, the greens aren't great. I mean, it's kind of just like a cheap little dog track to go. I like to go out and play there all the time. I love the layout. It's just not very well taken care of. So, yeah. The, the, the greens don't roll very true, but still no excuse. Really just no excuse. I was flushing my irons. Though. Like pretty much, I maybe miss hit two irons like that I was unhappy with out of my whole 18 whole round, which is pretty. Green, 100% green regulation? Or? I think I, I, think I missed one. I think I missed one. I, um, well, it's that's, 14, that's, that's been a struggle. 14 birdie putts. I, uh, I had a 365 yard drive. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. yeah like it's like super downwind but and it's kind of like there's a spot where the fairway like curls to the left so i'm a lefty i hit a draw and like so it was like the perfect amount of momentum with the wind behind me like right at my back and then uh it hit on a downward slope too as it enters mm-hmm. the fairway so like and it just shot up and then yeah like i make par though like it's like like yeah i've got like two birdies all year played three thousand holes already i don't know it's freezing cold but xander shoffley patrick canley um, they won. They won the Zurich. So, what a team! Like, so yeah. Burge, shout out to Burge, your buddy Burge. Um, mm-hmm. picked up some of the merch too. So thanks, Burge. Uh, yeah. Like when he posted it, it was late too. I think like 
I was surprised they didn't go like top five in the picks. Um, yeah, I think he was like eight or nine, ninth pick or something. He was, yeah, I was thought about it just because of how well they played there last year. So we're talking to Zurich. So this is open, this is out the Friday afterwards. Um, but yeah, like it was great. Man. It was a great tournament, fun to watch. Yeah. I like the team aspect. Um, I, I do think, too. I think it's pretty cool because you see like, you know, one guy can really be picking up the other, or you can see the team kind of like fall off a little bit. Like Higo mm-hmm. and Grace had a little bit of a tough time on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Scotty Shuffler, Ryan Palmer did all right. They were my pick. Like, you know, if you pick first, you were taking Scotty Shuffler too. They didn't play amazing. They were only one under, I think, on Sunday, but um, you had the second place finish, of course. So I'm just getting the pants beat off me in our yearly, uh, yeah. yearly pick them, but that's okay. Maybe I'll make a late comeback or something. I don't know. I'll try. FedEx Cup. Yeah, FedEx Cup. Whoever wins a FedEx Cup wins the whole thing pretty much. Well, maybe not. You're getting pretty far ahead now. But, um, yeah, I think it was, like, it was really cool to watch them. The chemistry, they became friends. Like, they only became friends a couple years ago, eh? And it was, like, on the plane to the President's Cup. Mm -hmm. They, like, ended up sitting beside each other, and they just struck up a friendship. Um, Patrick Canley like is not doesn't seem to be a super outgoing guy so no. whereas Xander Shoffley really is right like he's always yeah. smiling always having a good time so um it's kind of cool opposites attract so it's kind of cool how that worked out and uh yeah now they're like wives or friends and they kind of like go out they really look forward to the event so I think it's a pretty cool event and um yeah I, th- I th- you know it's just kind of cool to see different aspects I know we have a lot of things changing on the PGA Tour right now there's a lot of rumors flying around right now. So kind of cool to see like a different event. And um, yeah, we're trying to do the same here with the pod. We're going to start introducing some guests that are, uh, you know, golfers, but maybe golf isn't their first aspect of their yep. lives or their, you know, not just pros or brands or whatever it is. Cause we want to, some of the feedback that we've got is to uh, try to connect with some other people that maybe golf is like a, a passion project or, or a hobby or, yeah, yeah. Or, or a hobby or, or, um, like a second sport, like a release from their, whether it be like a hockey player, basketball player, whatever it is, right. A release mm-hmm. from their like immediate life. So I think that'll be pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I have other news, Bryce, just before we uh, hop into this one with Bob Winskowitz from Squares Golf, I just got accepted to volunteer at the RBC Canadian Open. Whoa. Congrats. Yeah, so Sorry. I don't know exactly in what capacity yet, but I'll be doing something in transportation, which is kind of my, uh, you know, my my thing yeah, have you so, holding up the quiet signs quiet on the t yeah yeah so i uh maybe i'll be driving uh Scheffler around or something personal there you go ballet for the weekend who knows flip in a little word and get him on the pot like, <laughs> yeah. scotty scotty seven thirty monday Come yeah on. i'll just uh i'll shoot you an email i'll just like stitch something on my back my shoulder from yeah, driving you so you can like see it or something like yeah um, wink, t- wink twice if you want to come on the pod and I'll just stare at him in the rear view the whole time. Yeah. yeah but, uh, it'll be pretty cool. I'll, I'm um, trying to give some updates as it goes. It's the first time I've done it. So have a little bit of freedom this year, this summer we'll have, uh, hopefully some time. So, um, and yeah, play a bit of golf, but let's, uh, Bryce, you want to get into it? You got anything to, uh, throw in here before we go? No, great, uh, great episode coming up here. You guys enjoy. Yeah, you guys will enjoy this one. I know we get a ton of feedback. Um, whenever we post anything squares, like honestly, I get three, four DMs, people being like, what do you think? What's your honest opinion? I've got a pair over my shoulder right here. Um, that you can see signed by John Daly, you know, one of the best athletes of all time, golfers of all time. The most talented golfer of all time is John Daly. Um, if you don't believe it, let's have a discussion. It's, uh, 
that's definitely true for the lack of uh, interest and in, in practice that he put into his game. Um, so yeah, I, uh, we love the shoes. Um, they're the real deal. I think you should check them out if you have any, you know, they have like a money back guarantee. So if you're not, uh, if you're not happy with them, um, you can send it back. So yep. go check them out. Um, here's our interview with Bob Winskowitz, Squares Golf. He's back. Bob, Bob Winskowitz, <laughs> Squares Golf. You, know, you guys are the only ones that you, the only show out there in the game of golf that can re. If they can say my last name correctly. I love it. I love it. We're, uh, <laughs> it took a while. Like we've been at this, um, we're going to be around 80 episodes or something here. We release every Friday. So a year and a half or so now. And at the start, it was a, it was a rocky start. I'll admit I, uh, yeah, I, fired I, off a tough a, one. I fired off a couple pretty bad, uh, last names. So it's, uh, it's good. <laughs> we're Winskowitz. We got it. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, a, it's been a time. So you're back. Um, how are things going, Bob? Great. You know, it's good to be back. You guys, uh, I follow you guys on Instagram and things like that. And, and congratulations on the growth of your show. You Appreciate guys. it. You know, and I always tell people, look, it's it's because of people like you guys, we have a platform to get our message out. So uh, thanks for what you guys do. Uh, mm-hmm. th- things are great. You know, um, hey, Sep Strzok almost pulled it off this weekend. You know, oh, wearing his yeah. shoes. I uh I would have met, I would have bet money that on 18 he would have uh, you know he would have showed up but uh, but he played well you know if you think about it he, he won the Honda Classic he comes in uh, in the top 10 in the players he makes the cut at Augusta mm-hmm. he comes he competed here you know he's 13 under uh, going into 18 and he you know he, the wind come up on him and dropped it uh, in the hazard and he didn't make four but. Uh, but yeah, things are good. You know, Daly wins the PNC with his son. Um, so things are good with us. You know, uh, I think yeah. people are starting to see that, you know, this shoe, the Squares Golf shoe can win out there on tour. It's a factor. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely like Bryce and I were talking about it a little bit before. I think JD2 was the big winner of the PNC. That's my, like, John He's Daly's, a stud. Oh, man, he is a golfer. Yeah. Uh, John Daly swinging it well though. And Bob, I wanted to ask you, so appreciate you coming on again. This is, is really great to kind of get a hold of you. And, and as the, maybe you can actually share, like what, what is your role at, at square golf at squares golf? Well, I was the founder, you know, I, I came up with the idea way back when, and, you know, launched the company. Technically we went to market, uh, two years ago, a little over two years. And, um, you know, it's been it's been an interesting ride that, uh, you know, we're trying to change people's mind that, um, you know, the golf shoe is probably one of the most important pieces of equipment there is out there. You know, I, I tell people all the time, there are two connections in golf, your hands to the club and your feet to the ground. And when you think about it, I argue, I, I tell people, anybody who'll listen to me that the, uh, you know, the feet to the ground is the most important because balance and stability and distance all of that stuff, swing speed, it comes from your connection to the ground. You know, if you think about it, there's only, uh, you know, we all have one thing in common. There's gravity, there's our pressure on the ground, and, uh, you know, there's there's the, the ground force. So it's something that, you know, in the game of golf, there's, there's one common element is, is the ground. You know, you, you can, you can work in your swing all you want, but if you don't have the balance and the stability and the ground connection, nothing else work, nothing else comes together. 
Well, we were saying we've been lucky enough to have uh, Terry Hashimoto on the pod before Body Track um, does a lot of work with you guys. Ryan Hawley, uh, the swing catalyst, he does a lot of like ground force reaction. And those guys are just like big golf brains. So whenever you can have them on to have a chat, it's um, it's nice to kind of get humbled in the uh, in the golf space. But um, part of the ownership group, founder of Squares Golf, you now have a PGA Tour winner. Like obviously John Daly's on the on the uh, you know the professional side for you guys. He's one of the pros wearing your shoes. But like Sepp Straka, 14th on the FedEx Cup right now, PGA Tour winner. How's that feel? And Faldo. Yeah, and Faldo, and Faldo, yeah. But how does that feel to have that a current player, one of the best current players in the world right now, kind of on your roster? What's that? What's that do for you, Bob? It does a lot, actually. You know, there's a lot of amateur players like myself and you, and that that go out and play this game. We're looking for tour validation. You know, there's a pyramid of influence in the game of golf, golf, and it starts with the tour players. You know, and then it works its way down to the uh, the club pros and the best players at your club. I mean, those are the people who influence golfers like myself and you is is seeing these products out on tour and their ability to win with these products. So it's a it's a big shot in the arm. Uh, we just uh, we're ready to announce this this week. Uh, another addition to the team is Mark Calcavecchia. Uh, Mark has got uh, 13 wins on tour. He's a majors champion, won the British Open. Uh, interesting story. He uh, he had a problem with the shoes he was wearing. It's a foot choice shoe. He developed blisters on his last tournament, and somebody recommended squares. He picked up the phone, called me. He got my number, called me, and we had a great chat, talked about the shoes, sent him some shoes, went out and played with them. I got a text about a week later saying, Bob, these are the best golf shoes I've ever worn. So uh, Mark's going to be out there, uh, senior tour, uh, champions tour, wearing the shoes, wearing the hat. And, uh, you know, it's just getting the message out to let people know that, you know, the, there's technology in golf footwear now and it squares, you know, that your toes can sit naturally. That means better balance, better stability. We get the widest base under the ball of your foot and have that wide base. It's not right there. It's just not about, it's not about balance and stability. Think about the golf swing and and think about a towel snapping. When you snap a towel, how you break the sound barrier with the towel is breaking, breaking. And that's really the same thing in the golf swing is getting it back and you break and come forward quickly. And it's Mm -hmm. that motion that creates swing speed. So with our shoes, given the fact that we've got a wide base, it allows you to break efficiently. So that means it's more energy exchange with the ground and more energy transferred from your trail to your lead side. That's where swing speed comes from. So it's, it's, it's this evolution in technology that I think, um, I think people are starting to grab onto out there. Well, I think so too, because I, I'd message you, Bob, right after the, uh, the Honda classic, like a few people messaged and were like, like, Hey Mac, you, uh, like you had Bob on the pod or you had squares golf on the pod in the past. Like you guys have any thoughts? What are your thoughts on the, uh, on the shoes? And, um, we had golf, uh, the, the gentleman on from golf kicks Canada the other day. And he's like, like, what's your like honest opinion? Like we're off camera. And I was like, honestly, like, uh, they're the most comfortable golf shoe you're ever going to wear in your life. Like it's, they're the most, the best built golf shoe that you're going to wear. And, you know, I don't know everything about the science. That's why we have, you know, yourself on or Terry on people that can kind of educate us a little bit more on that. But, um, what do you, what do you think? Cause there, there is like a little bit of stigma. People are like, you know, I know PJ memes posted something, which is great advertisement for you, by the way, 
but they're like, oh, is this shoe really going to hit you this, get you this much further? I have my longest drive ever, 361. I do not hit the ball 361 all the time, <laughs> but I've hit a ball 361 at a pair of squares. So I almost made a hole in one on a par four wearing a pair of squares. So I, I'm a believer. Oh. I, know, I know Bryce is, yeah. Um, 345 yards left like a foot short, so or a foot left of the pin. So um, like, what what is your thoughts to that when that comes up? And, and obviously having that validation, that PGA Tour validation, like you're saying. It's starting to kind of, you know, I, I actually love it. I really, I love it. I love when people challenge the norm because that's what we did. And it's like, when you look at this shoe and we're out there saying that we can add distance just by changing your shoe, you can change your game. Mm-hmm. So again, when we go back to the science behind golf, it's, it's ground force, it's balance and stability. Now, if you have balance and stability that will translate into distance and accuracy. So then when you look at ground force and energy exchange, if you can produce more energy exchange. So in the golf swing, like I said, it's your ability to create the pressure on the ground. So you drive the force into the ground. If you watch the pros, they get it back. And as they're hitting the ball, they're up on their toes Mm -hmm. when they make contact. Why does that happen? Well, that's because they're throwing so much force into the ground, more than their body weight, that it's lifting them back up. That's why they're on their toes. So it's your ability to create the force and create the pressure, but then it's your ability to use that pressure, which the difference between your ability to create it and use it is basically what they call postural control. So postural control is your ability to be balanced, able to keep the body in in the right position throughout the golf swing. If you can't do that, think of it as energy leakage. Mm-hmm. So, so all we do is we correct all these inefficiencies in the golf swing and that translates into more distance. So I never back down from that conversation ever. And then it was an interesting study that just got done. A gentleman uh, in the UK, UK did a study on uh, a spikeless shoe, a spike shoe and, and barefoot. And he took a seven iron and and he and he hit he hit balls with the, with bare feet, spikeless and a spike shoe. So he was approximately I think it was eighty one miles an hour um, miles per hour in a swing with a spikeless shoe. He was eighty two and a half miles an hour in bare feet, and he was eighty four point nine miles an hour in a spike shoe. Just a huge difference. Huge difference. So the difference between a spike shoe and a spikeless shoe is about almost three, three miles an hour, which is about nine yards of distance. So if you want to put us up against just the mere fact that you've got a spike shoe. Now, people ask all the time, well, why was it more on barefoot than spikeless? Well, it's your ability to grab the ground and have better connection to the ground with your toes even though angling your toes down isn't the best thing you can do in a game of golf, but it provides more ground contact, more stability with the ground. So, you know, when, when you check these boxes, spikes, structure in the shoe, because if you've got a shoe that you can twist it and toss it, hold it by the heel and hold it by the toe. And if you can twist a golf shoe, toss it, because it, it will present a lot of inefficiencies, one of which is energy loss, but the other thing is what they call inversion. So when you take the club back, your feet will literally move in that shoe. And people say, I'm getting stuck on my right side. Well, that's because there's so much play in that upper material that as you shift your weight back, you can't get it to the left side. 
Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of boxes to check on this. And if you can check all of them, that means added distance and better accuracy. So again, a long-winded version of saying, I don't back down from anybody when they say, hey, uh, what do you mean by this is the distance golf shoe? Yeah, and it's crazy um, how you talk about the connection with the ground because that's the one thing I noticed the majority. Like that's the main thing I noticed by wearing the shoes is I have a lot of foot movement in my swing. Um, I'm not the, the nicest swing um player i guess i would say so i have a lot of foot movement and i noticed my contact with the ground was like a lot more than my old golf shoe um and i felt like i could push through and could get that extra swing speed and and leverage through my feet so that's why i love them not so much for the distance but more for my connection to the ground but i guess that also leads to the distance too yeah, it does. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't know of any other golf footwear company out there that's, that's putting forth all the science and the technology and say, listen, don't believe us. Get on a body track, get on a pressure mapping system, get on swing speed monitors and go ahead. And we just did conclude with, uh, a situation with uh, an analysis with Sepp Straka and his, you know, where he was on his neutral position with foot joys his old foot choice and where he is at squares. And he had a better balance at a neutral position and then getting the, getting the weight quickly from the right side to the lead side was amazing. And it was the distance gains between the two shoes uh, was, was well over 12 yards. I, uh, I hope my chair is not squeaking here too much as Bob's talking, Bryce. What's that? (laughs) I can't hear it. I, uh, can you, are you just like trying to like go through your swing and you like, you're sitting, I'm sitting here in my chair, like kind of like moving left or right a little oh, bit, yeah. moving, I'm moving I'm my hips and, and I'm like, when you're yeah. saying, oh, you don't want your toes, like, you know, plant into the ground. I'm yeah. I'm just kind of like rocking back and forth in my chair. Hopefully it's not too bad for you guys. My feet have gone like this about six times. I know. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you do that, you know, it's interesting. Faldo has this thing that before he hits the ball, just watch him. He inverts his toes up. He I do the there. same thing i don't know why no it's it's a great move and i'll tell you what it does if you do that it it puts the weight where it should be in the golf swing because the worst thing and the worst place you can be in the golf swing is your toes yeah it's like the worst place because they say that your toes are the brakes your heels are the accelerators and your ankles are the propulsion system. So, you know, the worst place you can be is on your toes. And that's why a lot of these lightweight sneaker-like shoes aren't so good is because on side hill, downhill lies, your feet are shifting in those shoes and your body's saying, wait, something's wrong. And then you start gripping down with your toes. So, um, yeah, so that's good. That's a good exercise is to lift your toes up because that means your weight is really in the right position, not a, at a neutral position. I'm, I'm glad you say that because now I don't feel like a weirdo every time before I swing and I'm jumping up and down. I, I'm going to try no, that because no. like, it, it's the same as like everybody kind of like, uh, like you hinge your wrists or whatever before, like, you know, you're hitting like a little pitch shot or something like that. Or like people have like different, like you think of like Matthew Wolf, he like resets himself like before every yeah. shot and stuff like that. Right. So everybody's got their like little quirks. I, uh, I've I'm done it since that. I was 12. I don't know. I do it when I putt too. It's so bizarre. I don't No idea why I just do it, it. I'll tell you what, I picked that tip up from Faldo and we did a live stream event with him and he mentioned that. And since then I've been doing it. It just, hmm. it, it's a check and balance on your weight distribution. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's interesting when we talk about balance and stability, um, you know, there's uh there's there's a website, there's a community out there called My Golf Spy that does a lot of yeah. testing. I know you guys are familiar with them. 
And they do a lot of, you know, their their whole background was objective testing, kind of like the consumer reports of golf. And yeah. and uh, they just did and published their spike shoe model and squares uh, was voted the most stable golf shoe of 2022. Was it? 30 golf shoes. That's awesome. And, yeah, the top 30 golf shoes that they tested. And, uh, you know, again, um, we all sway. We all challenge with balance and stability. And if you can get that in the golf swing, you've got a much better chance of hitting a good shot. Yeah, I saw. How long has Sepp been wearing them, Bob? He's been wearing them right now. It's about 16, 16 months. Okay. And I'll, I'll tell you a quick interesting story about this, that um, we had met his agent and we heard about him. And so we sent him some shoes and it was about three weeks and we didn't hear anything back. And on a Sunday, I get a text from his, um, his agent. And he said, Sepp is wearing your shoes this weekend at the 3M Open. Wow. And, and, and uh, I'm like, I turn the TV on, I'm watching. And, and, you know, and, and on the 18th hole, he chips it in. And he's got the lowest score for the, for the day at eight under for that day. And he chips it in. And Faldo was announcing. And Faldo somehow caught Wendy, who was wearing the shoes. And Faldo says, well, he hits the pin squarely, you know, and, uh, you know, it's pretty, I'm sitting there laughing going, Oh my God. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the first time he wore the shoes was the 3M open. Oh, that's, that's a, a nice cool little story. part too. Cause Faldo is part owner, right? Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. Uh, he's, he's yeah I'd like to, uh, talk about the Faldo 11s that just came out. Those are spiffy. Yeah. You know, we've had some, you know, like other companies, we've had shipping problems. Those are supposed to be in before, uh, before the Augusta event and, yeah. They'll be in. Uh, they're they're they'll we're air freighting them in now, so they'll be in. I believe the twenty six. So once we get them, we'll send you guys out a pair. Have you sport those shoes? Yeah, be sweet. We those are. I like yeah, them. They look good. Yeah, the they face. really look cool. They could yeah. because they. You know, there's a story behind them because the we call them the Faldo Eleven. So he won the Masters three times, and he won On the playoff hole at eleven at Augusta. Yeah, that is correct. Two years in a row. And it'll never happen again because they don't play the playoff at 11. Exactly right. Exactly right. So there's a lot of history. And, you know, that hole is called the dogwood, mm-hmm. the white dogwood. So we got dogwood flowers on them. We got the number 11 on them. So it's. Uh, they look really good. Yeah. It's it's a cool shoe. We got some other shoes coming out too that I'm really excited about. We got, uh, we got this one here. It's the uh, John Daly redneck shoe. Nice. That is sweet. I am like everybody knows. I got the John Daly one here in my yeah. hand, signed by John Daly. So everybody knows I'm a big John Daly fan. I've, I've said <laughs> that quite a few sweet. times on the pod, but those are amazing. This, this one is the redneck. This is I the like redneck those. shoe. John helped me design this. It's really cool. We got another one coming out. This one here, it's called the Fire. See the little fire in the back of it yeah, here. Nice. I like that. That's oh, clean. And then we got the ice. This is the fire and ice. Oh, I like that one. That's yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys up there in Canada, you love this ice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's perfect. We're looking out the window, the and colors. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's- so we've got some pretty cool stuff coming out this this year, and um, yeah, there's a lot going on with the company, and 
you know, we're really excited because again, I, like I said, we're really pushing this whole message about the golf shoe is an important piece of equipment and it can really help you play better golf. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to go back. Like, I don't want to keep just bringing up set, but I, I want to round off the point, Bob. Like, so I was looking up the PGA tour money list last year and, uh, just like how we played and whatnot, he had three top tens travelers used T10, uh, the Puna Cana used T9 and his best finish last year was the Houston. So, uh, T5. And then this year, obviously, like he he did pretty well last year, 106 on the FedEx Cup. Um, you know, three top tens. Like that's a good that's a good PGA Tour season, right? Mm-hmm. This year, currently 14 on FedEx Cup. Like we said, um, already has almost tripled his his earnings in any season that he's generated in the past. And this is his first full year on tour, I guess, wearing the squares, like you mentioned. So T9 yep. at the Players, which is. Like we all watch the players. It was an unreal tournament. I mean, it's so much, the unofficial yeah. fifth major. Some yeah. People say, right? If he didn't rinse two balls in the 17th, he would have been uh, right there. Yeah. What if, but I mean, you know, geez. And, know? uh, well, we're, yeah. Cause he did, I think he had a seven on the, he had a seven on the Friday and a two on the Saturday. I think it was, or it might've been, might've been Saturday, Sunday. He had a, he went from hitting yeah, a seven yeah. to a, yeah. yeah. But, uh, T3 at the RBC, which is, uh, as we're having this conversation, um, uh, was just, uh, the past weekend. So, um, yeah, was, uh, just a shot back from getting into that playoff with those guys. And, um, obviously and he played well at Augusta. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he makes the cut, you know, and again, you know, you got to look at this in bites. He makes the cut, you know, the last round he goes, he shoots uh, under par. So, I mean, you know, this, you know, he's got the game to compete out there. Yeah. And I think this is a beginning for him. I, I think he's going to win, win again. He, you know, like I said, I, I think he had a really good chance of winning this weekend. You know, he stands on, he stands on the 18th hole, puts it right down the middle of the fairway. And, and you would think he'd make it at a minimum, he'd make par, but uh, you know, it was, Hey, the wind, yeah. it was a tough course. Everybody else. Hey, it's had golf. To to it yeah, yeah. It's golf. golf. It doesn't yeah. always work yeah. out that way, but like, yeah. there's no doubt in anyone's mind. I think Seb Straka wins on the PGA tour again. Uh, oh, like, yeah. He's got three top tens this year. Uh, I believe three top tens and obviously played well at the masters and stuff. So he's, like he's known for his distance, obviously. Like we saw that yeah. the Honda Classic. I can't remember who was in his pairing. Was it Shane Lowry? And he was like forty yards further than him down the middle of the fairway. Um, but it's you know he's a ball striker too. So when you start putting those parts together in your game, he's young. Like we were saying, I think he's uh, in his late twenties. So um, there's more wins coming, incoming for Squares yeah. Golf, which is uh, which is pretty amazing. And I, I like too because it's on this it's on the shirt, right? So I was like over watching yeah. the when I was watching the Honda Classic when I was mentioning you, Bob. I was over at my uh, my mother in law's. So. Um, she kept coming over and being like, is that the, oh, that's the guy he's got, he had like the, you know, the squares on his, on his neck on the collar, which is pretty cool. So it's, uh, you know, and I said, great. I got, you know, there's, there's a handful of people like yourself and Bryce that, you know, will text and all that. And, you know, I'm sitting there watching it, you know, I feel like, you know, uh, I feel like a parent, my, my child, the game is, you know, and, and I'm sitting there, please, please, you know, please go ahead, you know, and, uh, it's funny. I got people texting me. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Which you have a right to, because I mean, those shoes are technically your babies. I mean, you worked long and hard on them and and they're finally, uh, getting out there and getting some wins. So it's gotta be a great feeling for you. And it it really is awesome. It it is fun to see him out there on TV, you see the name squares on his collar, you know, John's on his collar as well. And, um, you know, Mark Kalkovecki is going to be wearing the hat and, uh, you know, he's going to try to compete again too. You know, the poor guy went through back surgery, fusion on his back and he had really COVID really bad. And so I, he really wants to get back out there and compete. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that, uh, I'm hoping that he does well. 
Yeah, it's tough, man. Without uh, or with Jimenez and Bernhard Longer, Weirzy out there, just kind of I don't yeah. know. And then when Phil comes and starts beating the pants off everybody, right? So, but uh, <laughs> but I also noticed something, Bob. Too, I don't know if I told you about it, but I I watched like the good good guys on YouTube. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of them. So like GM Golf and yeah, so they are the biggest like golf they're YouTube big. page. Like they're massive. They're really they have a massive following on YouTube and. Uh, one of the better players in the group, his name is Micah Morris. And I noticed in an episode, he was wearing a pair of squares um, and actually a few episodes. So um, I was wondering. Oh, Micah. Got... Is it Micah? Yeah, yeah. Micah. Yeah. 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 So those guys have a massive, a massive YouTube following. So I don't know if you've checked it out, but they. Uh, I, I they, haven't heard of it. What was the name again? Their, their name is good. Good. Like they, they good, good. yeah. It. Like good, good, like good, good putt. Like is your putt good? Yeah. Mine? yeah so um they have like a huge following and I noticed that he was wearing them and I thought, cause he's known for hitting the ball. Like he, he drives a ball like 350 yards, like hits it a long ways. Right. He's so big hitter, yeah, big yeah. hitter, big hitter. So it's kind of cool to like see those two. So whenever I see them, I just like caught it on the bottom of his heel and I just thought, ah, oh, I know that's a square shoe. That's pretty cool. That's really cool <laughs> to see. Um, Bob. So I wanted to ask you, I think a lot of people have the same thought is, you know, when you're kind of working with a guy like Seb Strack or a pro golfer, um, Nick Faldo, like you said, Mark Alcovecchia, John Daly, how do you work that endorsement? Like, how do you build that deal with somebody that's, you know, currently a top 15 player in the world on the FedEx, you know, FedEx Cup? Yeah, you know, when we started with uh, with Sepp and his agent, uh you know, Sepp, he wasn't at that point in his career, right. you know, Um and so one of the challenges as a small company is you got to place some bets out there. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's an old strategy. If you place a little, a little bit of money um, on, you know, five or six or seven people that, you know, are up and coming, I think they're up and coming, or you go out and see a guy like a SEP that you believe has got a lot of potential and you create a deal that, that is, in some cases, a, a hybrid. And what I mean by a hybrid, it could be cash, it could be stock. And in a small company like ours, we could do stock. Uh, you can also do bonuses based upon, you know, positioning. FedEx Cup points is usually a good thing to judge. You know, if you're in the top 125, you're in the top 90, in the top 30, that stuff. You can create, you know, incentives right. that uh, commensurate with, you um, you know, popularity and getting visibility out there in tours. So the more visibility they have, the more visibility you have. So it's mm-hmm. one of those things that, that, you know, you got to place bets. And um, a lot of times too, you, you know, you meet these people and you do it based upon how you feel about that individual. And when we talked to Sep the first time. Um, Just clicked. Oh yeah. And, and we, you know, there's, there's a lot of chatter out there until you check with people, you know, how's this guy, how is he, you know, and, and it was a resounding, the guy's a great guy, very humble, just a nice guy. And, uh, you know, those are the people you want to be in business with, you know, one of the, one of the beauties of being in my position as the founder of the company is I get to pick and choose the people we do business with. And, you know, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you get a good guy like that. It's, uh, it's a blessing. So, uh, but again, back to the business question, it's, it's, you know, there's cash involved. It could be stock, there's bonuses, things of that nature. Now it's, 
you know, it's, it's think of them as a billboard. If you want the hat, right. You know, you're going to have to pay a lot of money because yeah. that's the first thing you see. For sure. You know, there's other things that I was in a negotiation years ago where I got asked, you know, they're trying to throw in the umbrella, you know? So, you know, it's like, you know, if it rains, you know, squares is on the umbrella, you know, but, uh, but I remember back in the day, I think it was Greg Norman that popularized the butt end of the bag. You know, he was getting, uh, you know, some 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 endorsements from an Australian beer company. And uh, but but, you know, think of it as a billboard. So we got the collar and, right. you know, we, we went after the left collar because, you know, when he's sitting up, it's kind of his head is tilted a little this way. You get to see yes. it on camera and putting. It's right. Correct. Yeah, well, I told you, I, that. like I said, like I, I love I, that little subtle. Sorry, Mac. I love that little subtle logo there. I think that's really like it's a clean, classy look, and it's not too much, and it's just kind of there. And like I said, with putting, like every putty hits, you'll see it because he's the exactly. camera's usually looking at the front of his body, right? So, yeah, yeah, and and again, as you you know, you can look at the, the sleeve of the shirt. Uh, which gets very little visibility, but the, you know, the left chest over the heart here is that's mm-hmm. probably number one. And you know, a lot of guys doing here and here mm-hmm. up in the collar. And then now the big thing is on the back, you know, as they're, they finish their swing, you can see on their back. And sometimes it's uh, some print on the back. Yeah. The bottom of the bag is interesting. Cause like you do, when you think about it, you notice it quite a bit. Like you, every you time do. it goes down beside the green. Right. But uh, yeah. Like I was saying, like I was over at my mother-in-law's, we were watching the Honda Classic and that was right when Sep had won. And like, that was the thing. Like I said, oh, like I wear those square shoes. And she walks in, like she's not a golfer. She was saying, oh, like that's the guy. He's got the, you know, no. he's got the squares, right? So we were mentioning yeah. that earlier, which is pretty cool. Do you see a direct correlation, Bob, when, you know, Sep's playing the, you know, he's going down 18 kind of stuff like that. Like I know you and I are texting. He obviously wins the Honda Classic. Do you see a direct correlation, like website, traffic, everything? We, we do, but, you, you know, it's interesting. It really is, there's some that day of, um, uh, but it's mostly when we start the press releases and the social media pushes that tie the shoe in with the win and him. Because a lot of times, you know, people aren't looking at the shoes, you know. They'll see it on the collar. It's, you know, kind of that visibility. They say people have to be hit four or five times with the same message in order to to make a purchase. So, you know, it's it's getting the name out there. But it was really it's the next three days after when we did press releases and we did social media and people said, you know, geez, they want on tour. He's holding the, you know, the trophy and the Honda Classic. That's the big. But but yes, it is. It does impact your business for sure. Yeah, it's like, crazy you know, the power of social media these days. Oh yeah, right? it's like we were just talking about that with like YouTube and everything, and you know we're kind of doing the same. Like it's, it's, uh, it's important social media. Like if you're ever trying to drive a business, it's it's yeah. important, right? But I, I had a couple people like uh, at least four or five people right away. One of them runs a tour up here, and they were saying like, you know, what are your thoughts on squares and stuff? Um, like you know, do you have any connections? I was like, oh, I know Bob. Like, yeah, I know the guy. I know the guy. I know Bob. But um. <laughs> But yeah, it was like, you got to check them out. Like it's, it's hard to explain. It's um like, I know you guys put out a lot of like information out there, which is great because I think in the world right now that we're in, everybody wants that transparency, right? We live in a world where people want to hear that transparency. And I think what I was mentioning earlier, like, what do you think about when that comes out and stuff like that? People might make comments or take a shot, but it's like, 
you're giving the information, people are allowed to choose and do what they want with it, right? So not even giving, proving, like exactly, like you're supplying that information. I guess is a better term for it. And I think you know, as we say, we see step win, so we're starting to see like, okay, it's not just you're not just pulling numbers out from anywhere right Right, we saw the same thing with bryson right bryson was saying like oh speed and distance and stuff like that and like i know his game he's been battling some injuries but when he won the us open nobody doubted him right and then he went into like augusta and everybody thought he's gonna shoot minus 50 or something like so we see that stuff happen and when you kind of like back it up with the science and actually like provide that information how do you argue that right and then right but let me let me let me address that because that's a great point and it's, you know, when you think back in the game of golf, there are people who, uh, people like Karsten Solheim and Ely Calloway. So when Ely Calloway launched the Big Bertha and when, when Karsten Solheim launched the Ping Irons, they were radically different looking, radically. I mean, people would look at those and go, are you kidding me? But, but you know, it's, it's, you, can, you can dictate the look of the club based upon the looks you can say hey i'm after looks but if you're after science sometimes the science and the looks you know are separate so what i mean by that is that uh karsten solheim and ely callaway were after perimeter waiting at the time that's that was a big thing and when they got done designing the big berth and the ping ions that's the way perimeter waiting looked so they weren't they weren't looking to make that look like the traditional clubs. They were saying, listen, the science dictates the look. Yeah. And I did the very same thing. When we studied the science of this in ground force, it said, and I'll tell you interesting too, another interesting tip. If you read the book shoe dog by Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, he talks in there. I forget what chapter is, but he talks about the optimum shoe is something that has a wider toe box. So the toes can sit naturally. Mm-hmm. So it's it's taking the science and having the, you know, whatever you want to call it to just put it forth, you know, right. to have the the, you know, what it takes to put it forth and say, guys, I don't you know, I'll take my hits. Somebody says, well, square toe and more distance and all this. And I'll say, hey, take a look at the science. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's it's a I don't even think they're that. I think they're good looking shoes, though. In my yeah. opinion, yeah. Like, I don't think you really sacrifice too much of the looks aspect of it for the science. I think they're they're good looking shoes. Well, like we were saying, like those Faldo Elevens, or when we we're talking like the, the squares pink and stuff, Bob. Like yeah. when we had you on last yeah. time, like those things are amazing, right? Yeah. Um, but but we're you know that's the beauty of a small company, Mac, is that you know we can change on a dime. These are the yeah. big yeah. companies, you know. Uh, everything in these big companies, it's it's. You know, I, I remember when I lived, when I was working for Arnold Palmer, I lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I used to drive by this church every morning and it put a sign, every time they had a sign out there and they changed a saying and it said, God hates committees. That's why he sent his only son. And, uh, you know, and, and it's funny because I, I I think of the committees today in a big company, it's like turning a, you know, a big ocean liner in a, in a, in a, in a port, you know, they, yeah. With us, we can we can put colors out. We can change things. You know, right. uh, the technology is the same, but uh, but we can make these changes on the fly. Well, clearly the brand is growing. Like it's it's uh you know you have a PGA Tour winner, and like we said, top fifteen in FedEx Cup right now. So as the brand gets bigger and develops, like anything else, will you grow? Like you've got. How many models do you have right now? Three. This is this is my question that I was gonna. Drop okay. On, uh, so. so 
Sorry, Mac. I no, just, go ahead. Go ahead. Question go ahead. I kind of had lined I'll come up back for to it. I'll come back to it. Go ahead. Um, so you got the freedom, the arrow, and the speed, correct? The three are your three lines. That is correct. Yep. Um, do you guys plan on with? I mean, obviously, it's a touchy question. If you guys have stuff in the works you don't want to talk about, yeah, it's totally understandable. But are you guys venturing out into more uh, more lines of shoes and more style? Yep, absolutely. So. You know, I'm glad you're asked because there's, there's several things that we're doing. First of all, in the speed line, this uh, where we've got some new technology we're going to deploy in the in the fall on that shoe. Uh, we've done a lot more research in the ground force, and we looked at uh, with companies like Onform and uh, Swing Catalyst and all of the technology software. We've looked at things where it can improve the shoe. So we've got some new technology coming out in the speed. But when you look at the marketplace, we kind of break it down into this kind of this lightweight sneaker-like position. And we said, we'll never be there. And the reason is because it lacks structure. Mm -hmm. However, if you could find a way to build in structure and make a little more lightweight, a little more breathable, uh, then let's do it. And we did. So we're launching, we're launching a shoe in June that it's 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 a mesh upper, but it's got the structure. So the foot doesn't move in the shoe. You can't twist it and right. all that. So that's number one. Number two is we completely uh, redesigned the arrow line. And, and the best way to say it, it's like the old foot joy classic without all the weight. You know, it looks that classic, good looking shoe. Yeah. Uh, we've got four colors in that. And so we've got the mesh, we've got the classic line. And then we've got some fun stuff like the, the fire and ice. And on the ladies, we're doing a lot of ladies want the lightweight mesh. So we're doing a mesh version of that. But again, with all the structure. So we've got a lot coming out uh, starting in June. I like That's that. Exciting. Yeah. So that was kind of what I was going to get to, Bryce. And uh, it's good. We're reading each other's minds. We're yeah. uh, we're growing here as a, as a team. I don't know if it's, it's awesome. good, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's of course, it's a good thing. But yeah, that was good. kind of my question, Bob, is like, and it sounds like the answer is you will never, um, I don't know the best word for it, but you'll never sacrifice, I guess, sacrifice structure. That's what is most important for the brand. It is the balanced okay. ability and the structure of a shoe. Those three th things are critical. You know, I've talked to a lot of designers out there, met a lot of guys in, in biomechanics and ground force. And, you know, we go back to that story I was telling you about the, you know, the guy hitting seven iron and and and, and yeah. bare feet and spikeless and all that. Well, the same holds true with structure and these lightweights and shoes that your feet move. Uh, really, it's it's a the game of golf is eliminating inefficiencies. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Eliminate inefficiencies, and that's what I think we do with this shoe is eliminate efficiencies. Yeah, well, that's also what you built your shoe on, right? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the Correct. foundation of what you were building. So, so the base yep. is always going to look like this. Yes. Yep. Okay. Always. So always. You can manipulate the top. You can change the top a little bit. You can make some adjustments there, but the base is always going to look like the one that I have in my hand here. Exactly like, right. You, you know, because we've been a lot of research on the bottom of that shoe about pressure points, where the greatest right. amount of pressure is, uh, the toes sitting naturally. We'll never compromise that. Never. So anybody who's listening right now, go below. We're going to link it below. We're in conversation with Bob Winskowitz. Got it right there. And, uh, founder and, uh, you know, part of the ownership team of Squares Golf. So that's kind of the the thought, Bob, is like as things grow and things develop, like you you found your brand, your niche. That's kind of like what Bryce and I do. We do a little bit of, uh, you know, we've sort of just settled into our niche, which is good. So same same type of things with you guys. So that's what I'm curious. Like it's, it's cool to see that you guys are, you know, 
changing and and manipulating like the top a little bit to like have a different style different feel and stuff but that structure is always going to stay there which i think is what is kind of drawing people to that shoe right like you know you've got long drive hitters like some of the longest hitters in the world and they're going there to like kind of check that out based on like the stability on the shoe and then you've got you know sep strack a pga tour you know honda classic winner recently right so um do we have you for a few minutes bob can we can we uh, absolutely bryce you you done with golf yeah. Well, we're getting a little snow snow here. We're a couple of weeks into our season. We're getting a little snow here, so we gotta we gotta talk about uh, we gotta talk a little hockey. I know we did before uh, yeah. before we hopped on here. So, how are Bob's down? How, how are the Bruins doing? How are things? They're doing. They just clinched. Uh, in fact, I had the pleasure of going to the game this Saturday where they clinched. So they're in the playoffs. And uh, you know, full disclosure, I hope they don't. Uh, I hope they don't. I think they're gonna get uh, Toronto. I don't think they're gonna love get. To, uh, love to hear it. Are you sure? Because yeah. like Toronto's cursed, man. Like it's. Yeah, I don't. Man. If Toronto, Boston's just gonna beat Toronto, I'm literally. Just, there's no. <laughs> it just happens every year. So. It's. It's. I don't tough. know. They look good. I gotta tell you, I'm a big hockey fan, and you know, although Florida really looks good, Toronto, uh, they're they're, you know. I, I don't know. Uh, the Bruins, if they can get healthy, they got a shot. They know? got one of the best lines in the league. I'll say yep. it to the they day do. I die. You they do. You know, yeah. but Postonok has been out for the last, I think, two or three weeks uh, with some upper body. You know, that's the funny thing about hockey is, you know, there's never – it's either a lower body or an upper body injury. Right. There's no, yeah. there's, that's it. There's no oh, other yeah. description, you know. Well, Bryce knows that. Bryce broken knows. arm and it's just yeah. upper body injury, you know. Yeah. Well, they, they do that because they – I mean, media gets out. So, I mean, when the chips are on the line and guys need to do what they got to do, other teams can't know what specifically yeah. is hurt. You know, it's kind yeah, of yeah. player protection when they come back that they don't get targeted. Um, so that's yeah. why they do it. You but, a uh, you a Swayman guy, Bob? I, you know, I I look, I I am, I am, but uh, Omar, he, I got to tell you, he looks good. Jeez, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, Swayman's still young. I mean, yep. You know, but he, I think he's going to develop into a great goalie, but he reminds me, you know, I love those, uh, those big goalies, like uh, back in the day, the Kenny Dryden's of the world, you know, these, these big boys that fill up a lot of space in the net, these Jiggy. guys, I mean, Swayman's like what, six, four or something like yeah. that, you yeah. know? Well, like Ben Bishop and remember John Sebastian Jaguar, like he was just a yeah. monster, right? Consmite yeah. winner, one of the only, I think he only, was one of the only Consmite winners to be on a losing team. But uh, yeah, I think Toronto looks good. But we we've, we've read this book, we've <laughs> I don't know, yeah. listened to this tape, watched this tape a few times before. So it's uh, it's dicey times up here. But we obviously have you know Austin Matthews is. Um, one, yeah. of, one of the best, best goal scorer in the league right now. He is the, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. He you is. guys, he, you know, yeah, he, you guys do a Pasternak, or I'm trying to, I'm saying it like my Boston uh, Pasternak there, but uh, I, I listened to like 10:50, and they have the one announcer on. I don't know his name, Bob, but he's from, uh, he's from Boston. They have him on like every Bob week. Years, yeah, is and and he's got like such a cool accent. So, uh, but yeah, <laughs> when he, whenever he's saying pasta, so, but um, you know, it's. Pasternak is one of the best goal scorers in the league. Like it's having those guys go head to head would be, uh, I think Pasternak's probably number three, I think right now. So yeah. And then, you know, what, though, you know, the line of Bergeron and, uh, and Pasternak and, and, and then they've got Marshawn who is just, I think one of the best all around players. Yeah. You know, he's uh, a lot of teams hate him, but you know, he's, uh, there's He's no debating that. There's yeah. no debating. Like it's yeah. just been going on for so long. You can't debate how how much he means to a team, right? Like you missed Chara or what? 
You know, I, I listen, he was a great asset to the Bruins, but he was two years too long. You know, the yeah, last yeah. playoff game, you know, when he had broken jaw. I, I don't got to, you know, I, I just thought it was a bad move. You know, the, there's some point in time where somebody's beyond, and I think hockey kind of calls out somebody's career. You know, it's like, you know, he should just stop and accept it more yeah. so than any other sport. I mean, you've got like Yager, who's been playing since, you know, what he's, he, I, I don't think he is he playing this year. Uh, Probably somewhere in Europe. He, yeah, he is. Yeah. So with Yager, he, he he owns the team he plays for. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. So okay. he he owns a team and he plays and he, I think he had like eight goals or something. Like he'd be. Yeah, but over. I mean, yeah. you know, you can always fill that spot with some up and coming young person that. Uh, right. You know, there's no listen. The guy's great. I I take nothing away, but at some point you've got to say I'm taking a spot for somebody that can play better. Yeah, yep. we kind of saw that happen with Keith Yandel there, right? Where he got yeah. sad when he was kind of really close. I was not to, happy about that. He was really close to 1,000 games. The Flyers were out of contention. It's different, right? Boston is a perennial contender, um, playoff contender at least, right? So it's uh, I had to get your your thoughts on it because we have a uh, we have a rivalry like no other. And uh, we got to come up with something here that if if they play each other, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I get a case of bats and uh, you get uh, shoes, free shoes. So. Uh, we got to come up with yeah. something here. Maybe lobsters, something lobsters from Boston or something. You hey, know? I like it. We will, uh, yeah, we'll do something for a pair of shoes. And then, uh, yeah, on our side, we'll we'll work something out, Bryce. It might have we'll to send be. some merch. Yeah, there. we'll send some merch down. We'll send some uh, some beers down, some good Canadian I got some beers. Stickers, right? you guys. Send me, I got some cool stickers on uh, my, my, uh, yeah, yeah, I sent yeah, a, yeah. I sent a couple yeah. down. So yeah. I uh, I try to connect with everybody after we've had them on the pod on the pod. So really appreciate it, Bob. Really appreciate your time. It's uh again, it's cool. We'll have to you know we got to do it again, right? Maybe after the playoff run, we'll we'll hop on for a few minutes if we get we got to do like an IG live or something. If we if yeah. we if we meet up with with Boston in the finals or or in the uh, in the first round, whatever sure. it is, we we got to get on in uh, first round. Thank you, yeah. Bryce. So so just so you guys know, I excel at trash talking. So. uh you know, I yeah. did it my whole life, Bobby. If Bruins, if Bruins are up, I'll be torturing you guys. I did it my it. whole life. It, it could be, it could be rough, but uh, we'll get, we'll get into the uh, the text message here a little bit later. We'll come up with some terms and we'll uh, we'll post, we'll post the line. We'll we'll make something. We'll make it public so there's no way of getting away from it. There's, there's yeah. no weaseling way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like. Hey it. guys, listen. I just want to thank you guys for all that you do. Um, like I said, without you guys, some a brand like mine, a small company like mine, wouldn't get the platforms wouldn't get out there so you guys are a big asset to the game of golf and i truly mean that and thanks uh thanks for really thanks for uh, having me on thanks so much bob we're uh both big fans of yours the company yeah. um you know like i said when i see sep kind of walking up that uh that 18th fairway about to about to win a tournament i'm uh i'm thinking about you sending a message it's a uh, good bryson yeah. airball talking that, you like, get that uh, personal connection that you don't great. get anywhere else you know it's great and, yep. uh, you know, that's kind of the idea is to try to give a platform where we can. And it's been great. Like I said, we're floating in around 80 episodes here or so. So it's, uh, it's really become awesome. a thing. We've, uh, you know, we can't beat out those like foreplay guys yet. Like we can't get in front of those guys, but a couple of times <laughs> we've been, uh, we've been floating around that, that, you know, top five. You know, or so. boys, hey, we're both in the same boat. People said you're going to compete with Nike and Adidas and foot joy. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Slaying yeah. dragons here. We're doing yeah, what we just can. Just a matter of time. Matter of time. Well, thank you so much, Bob. We will definitely do it again. And uh, yeah, we're going to be in touch. We're going to come up with uh, yeah, a little playoff bet. I like it. Yep. I love it. All right, boys. Hey, thanks for everything. Really proud of He's out in my ball and of course I tee up. I lose the ball and I re up. I'm 
it's a fair way, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a par five and I'm finna go reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Feel like it might be an albatross. Worst case scenario.